Good morning, afternoon, evening, and or night. I'm Ryan. I'm Daniel. And we are your small town nerds. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Small Town Nerds podcast, where we talk about all things nerdy. Daniel, episode two. We made it. We did it. Yeah, go us. I mean, we did I, it. I don't think that episode one has even come out yet, uh, right? We're doing that on Monday, like this coming Monday. It's released. Yes, as of as of recording, we haven't released episode zero or one, so it might be a little early to say that we did it, but I like to think that we did it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we already paid to re-up our uh, podcasting hosting site, so we may we're as well do it debt. for at least a month. Yes, we're already in debt, but here we are, and we're having fun. And today we have a, uh, I like to think, a pretty good pretty good lineup of topics to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, want me to go through what we're talking about today? Psh, I mean, by all means, if you offer. All right, cool. Well, uh, so we're recording on Friday, August, uh, August 12th. Today's the 12th. Um, and as of Wednesday... Uh, Disney Plus released some new I Am Groot shorts. Uh, those were pretty pretty fun, so Ryan and I both watched all of those. Uh, there were five of them, correct? Yeah. Uh, so we watched all those, They and we'll talk about that. Uh, also, there is just so much going on with the DC Extended Universe in terms of their films, so we're going to chat about that a bit too. Beyond that, I finally started watching Game of Thrones, and uh, Ryan wanted me to share my thoughts on that, so I guess that we're going to do that too. And beyond that, I guess Ryan also wants us to prep for House of the Dragon. I, I don't know what prepping yes, it means, but yes. I guess we're doing it. I'll When we get there, I will explain. Obviously, I'm a very big Game of Thrones fan, so when it comes to Game of Thrones, I will be the one dictating stuff. So I, I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on Season 1. And then at the end of this episode, I'm just going to go off for a couple minutes and prepare everybody for House of the Dragon, which I am super super excited for but i digress first we must cover maybe the biggest release of the mcu to date the i am groot shorts uh, biggest not in terms of length length obviously each short i believe or size like of the characters uh but oh it was less than that yeah i think that you're able to watch all five of them in like 20 minutes uh so it's might not be the biggest in terms of the length but it is absolutely biggest in terms of cuteness well maybe what are you what are you talking about ryan it's the cutest thing ever in the mcu you got to see now fart out a leaf okay well i don't know what it was about it actually no i do know what it was about it it looked very very obviously uh fake cgi like i i just couldn't get my head out of it it's it looked like a pixar short like, it had almost that rubbery texture to it. Okay. Everything just really obviously seemed... Uh, okay. I know it's all fake. Obviously, Groot is not an actor or a real animal or something. Well, he's a tree, not an animal. But even... Well, but there was even... Oh, I guess I guess we're going to spoil the shorts. One of them, there is a cameo from Rocket, right? Yes. And he looked rough. It looked like a video game cutscene, Rocket. <laughs> Here, really quick, I am. You can probably hear me typing. I am going to look up what the budget for this show was. And as they are for shorts, I thought they were cute. They were entertaining enough that I watched them. 
normally I'm not a huge fan of shorts. They're just kind of something like I wish I wish Marvel did something similar to how Pixar used to do, which just like release like a fun little short before some of their movies. I thought that was really fun for Pixar. And those are the kind of the vibes I get for uh, these I Am Groot shorts. They're just something kind of there. I don't I don't know why Marvel made these other than just cuz cuz they don't have any impact to the story. They they didn't really tell any greater story. They didn't really connect at all. It didn't impact any other character other than Groot. So it was really just to release 15 to 20 minutes of uh entertainment for five-year-olds yeah so it was absolutely something that was designed for kids uh i'll agree that the graphics while they yes they did look like a video game cutscene but as far as video game game cutscenes go it was like peak it was top oh yeah i mean it was cutscene it was video game Uh, it was ps5 xbox series x level cutscenes yeah like from a triple a game they were video they were video game cutscenes yeah uh, so did it look phenomenal? Not as good as it could have. There were some scenes that at, definitely looked better than others. I'll give them that. Um, but you know, I think that it was. Uh, I think that it was a very fun just uh, way to spend 15, 20 minutes. You know, yesterday, uh, not yesterday, Wednesday, I got home from work. I put them on. I was like, oh, this is fun. And then uh, I was still able to walk across the street to the local Goodwill and do some shopping. So you know, it's. It was nice to just kill a few minutes and unwind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Although, I must say, oh, Groot? Must. Kind of a bad guy. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> like, he just straight up, like, murders things. Okay, so I think that you're talking about the episode where he, like, encounters a very tiny civilization of, like, these little... Yes. Yes. Just, like, blobs... Uh, mm-hmm. They don't die. He just accidentally steps on them. Well, they get buried. No, and okay. he most definitely killed a majority of them. Some of them might have been fine, but he definitely killed most of them. Okay. Uh, and then there's that rainbow like squirrel thing. Yep. And he just straight up shaves all of its fur off to make a to make a scarf. Okay, but in Groot's defense, that squirrel <laughs> was laughing at him. It's the only it, that's the only logical and yes, reasonable that, that's, uh, course that's of action how you, after. That's how you handle with bullies. People are laughing at you, shave their head. Yeah. And then wear their scarf around. Yeah, why do you think that I carry a machete with me everywhere I go? You're going to shave people's heads with machete? Obviously, it's the safest tool to use. Bravo. Yeah. Uh, I'll, ex- I'll accept yeah. it. Okay, so I did also look up what the budget was for the show. It is not something that has been released at this time, but uh, based on the previous Guardians of the Galaxy movies, uh, it looked like... <laughs> Wait, you, th- you think it got movie-level budget? No, it didn't, but it looks like Vin Diesel got paid roughly $15 million per outing uh, of Groot for... If if Vin Diesel got paid fifteen million dollars, or even like five million dollars, or even one million dollars for voicing Groot in these shorts, I am going to guess. I I'm, I won't do anything, but I would want to do. Something. I'm going to guess that the overall budget for this show was roughly fifteen million dollars. Probably. 
Yeah, so it, you know, that doesn't seem like a ton of money in comparison to how much they spend on their movies, which averages well, somewhere I mean, between like 300, and a, 300 million and a billion dollars. What movie have they spent a billion dollars on? Probably Endgame. No. I think the combined cost of Infinity War and Endgame was like 500 million. All right, let's, let me see if I can prove you wrong. Endgame budget? Okay, you're right. Uh, the budget of Endgame was $356 million. Yeah, I was going to say a billion dollars, Daniel. But now I am c- curious. What was the I most think expensive... I, it's it's one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. No, no, no. Marvel movie. I just want to know about Marvel. Oh, Marvel movie? And it, it was Endgame at $365 billion. Well, I want to know what the most expensive movie ever made just period was. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, $410 million. So even the most expensive movie is still less than half of what your estimation was. Okay, so it's actually probably somewhere between like two hundred and four hundred billion. We'll just say that. Yeah, I would say most movies, most Marvel movies, are probably falling falling within the two hundred to three hundred million range. Okay, can you so. just like get all the way off my back? No. Okay. Anyways, moving on to the next topic. Which is not as cute or as fun as the I Am Groot shorts are, but probably a little bit more interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, so uh, in case you didn't know, uh, Warner Bros. uh, and is it Discovery kind of did a merging? Discovery, yeah. Yeah, so they they merged, and uh, that got a whole lot of stuff shaken up. And since Ryan and I, of course, were nerds, uh, we mostly want to look at the DC products that were supposed to be coming out but uh, maybe now either aren't, are, are, are getting delayed, or uh, nothing is changing. And uh, the thing that I am actually kind of, like, really disappointed with is Batgirl. You're disappointed that that got canceled? Yeah, I was actually kind of looking forward to watching it. Were you? Yeah. Now, understandably, the suit that they were using for the movie looked like a halloween costume i was gonna say it looked like uh, something off the cw which is not great because cw has those look like halloween costumes yeah cw has not been profitable ever literally since they started they have not had a single profitable year well i i feel like some of their shows have been pretty good i haven't watched any of them but i know they have good reputation at least some of them like i know green arrow or just Arrow was pretty good. Yeah, a lot of people liked Arrow. Flash was, Flash I was pretty Arrow good. I watched Arrow for like three seasons. It, I watched Flash for like two seasons, and that was about it. I heard they got stretched a little bit too far. No, too they long. absolutely did. Uh, Flash is finally ending after nine seasons. Yeah. Um, that show is finally coming to an end. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, considering all the Flash news. Which, actually, speaking of which, not to just completely ignore the Batgirl part, but Flash? Oh, yeah. Wowzer. Uh, so, in case you haven't heard anything about Ezra Miller, um, he, if you think Groot is a bad guy, um, holy shit. Daniel, I don't know if it's a he. Oh. I don't if, know if they go by he. My apologies. Uh, if you think Groot is a bad guy, uh, Ezra Miller, they are awful. They are terrible. Uh, let's see. What all was there? Uh, assault in, like, five different states. Burglary, uh, I thought. Kidnapping a child. Um, yeah, he's... Uh, I don't mean to laugh, but... Yeah, they they are not a great person. It just blows my mind. 
so with all of that backlash surrounding the actor, um, DC and Warner Bros are uh, kind of looking at three options, or at least these are the three that are being speculated uh, for the time being. So the three uh, scenarios um, that we have are one, Ezra Miller giving an interview and explains the erratic behavior and then doing a very limited amount of press. The second option that is being faced is uh, Ezra Miller will play no part in the film's promotion uh, beyond, you know, trailers and stuff because, you know, it, those are already filmed and everything, mm -hmm. so it'd be stupid not to put, put them in there. Uh, and then third, which is probably the most unrealistic, or maybe it is realistic because who knows what's going on at Warner Bros. anymore, uh, they just completely scrapped the film. Which, you know, that would sound crazy. Like, they spent hundreds of millions of dollars on this movie. And presumably it's going to have a lot of implications to the future of the DC movies. Considering this was like DC's uh, Spider-Man No Way Home kind of movie. With multiple Flashes, multiple Batman. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, so um, this movie was going to be sort of their reboot. Thing. They were going to use this to take the timeline that existed and kind of just tweak it, throw it away. Yeah, they were going to they were going to get rid of the parts that aren't going to work going forward, like Batman and Superman, and keep some of the parts that do work, like apparently the Flash, because because Henry Cavill's Superman and Ben Affleck's Batman were terrible, but Ezra Miller's The Flash. Uh, is worthy of keeping. Hold Good on. move. Did, did you just say that Henry Cavill's Superman was terrible? No, I'm saying those are the good parts, but Warner Bros. is deciding to oh. get rid of them, but keep Ezra Miller's Flash. Yeah, so the thing with Henry Cavill's Superman, I think that it's really just up in the air right now. No one knows if he's coming back or not. Warner Bros. hasn't said anything. Henry Cavill has said that he wants to come back as the character. I hope he does, because he did a phenomenal job. He mm -hmm. just he looks the part and he plays it very well, uh, but one thing about the Flash that I wouldn't be surprised—I think it would be a stupid idea because it's kind of lazy writing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you know the Flash did this whole time travel thing, rebooted the universe, and then somehow also changed the way that he looks, which is them recasting the Flash. I guess. Would I, I be surprised well, if that they, happens? No. Would I be disappointed? I, yes. Not because they're getting rid of Ezra Miller, just because it's such a lazy move. I think before we talk about like how the DC is going to go forward, I think we should talk about what we think is going to happen with the Flash movie. Now, we, we were saying earlier that we would be surprised if they just straight up scrapped the movie, but honestly, they just completely scrapped the Batgirl movie, even though it was in post-production. I think it was like all filmed and they were yeah. pretty close to having it completely done and they just threw it away for no reason. Well, their reason for it is that uh, it wasn't going to make any money because it was an HBO exclusive release, uh, which from a financial standpoint, yeah, that's shitty. But uh, from a fan service standpoint, you know, doing stuff for the fans and giving them what they want, it's an awful move. A lot of people were excited to see that movie, and this is Warner Bros. just saying, yeah, we didn't want to actually spend money, it wasn't going to be a super profitable movie, so we just decided, no, not at all. Uh, 
honestly, I don't buy the uh, not making money part, so we're going to cancel it because they had already paid for the movie. They had made the movie, and now they're just going to throw it away instead of at least just releasing it. Like, even if they release it, then you generate some buzz, and maybe you can get a sequel out of it, or you can get a spinoff out of it. Or, like, I think Michael Keaton's Batman was going to show up in it. Yes. So you could make a new movie with him, and that would make money. Instead of just throwing everything away and saying, nah, you're just not going to get any of it. We're just going to throw $200 million in the trash. At least release it on HBO, and the people who want to see it will see it. All right, hold on one second. I'm actually, uh, I looked up why it was canceled. So they said it's because it wasn't good enough. Uh, I don't know if that's true at all. Uh, I heard a lot of people that were in some like uh, test mm. screenings really enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, you know we can't say very much because we didn't get I to see, see it. Um, From the studio that brought you the Justice League by Joss Whedon. Oh yeah, that's oh god. This movie isn't good enough. Also, the studio who is who still might release. The Flash, starring Ezra Miller. Like, yeah. Warner Bros., I just... I, I want to trust you because you've made good movies in the past. Like, uh, Warner Brothers as a studio has made the Harry Potter movies. They've made, I believe, the MonsterVerse movies. They've made other movies. The DC movies sometimes are good. Like, I thought The Batman with Robert Pattinson was really good. Uh, the DC EU in general... As much as I don't like the character of Superman, Man of Steel is pretty... I love just watching Superman fly and beat people up, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I thought Aquaman was enjoyable. Shazam was enjoyable. The first Wonder Woman was, was pretty good. Some but, of the, the other ones were... They exist. Uh, the Suicide Squad. Not the not Suicide Squad, but The Suicide the Squad. The Suicide Squad, yeah. That was That was pretty one. good. That was, that was enjoyable. Uh, but um, then you see the ones that weren't as good. You got stuff like Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, um, Wonder Woman 84, uh, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League by yeah. Joss Whedon. Uh, there's there's just there's a lot of stuff that was not great, so I can understand them kind of wanting to start over and focus more on just telling stories instead of just forcing everything out right away. All Honestly, I think big stuff so they can get team ups. I think that might be what Warner Brothers should do moving forward with the DC movies. They should just scrap the idea of a connected universe and just make good solo movies. Yeah. Did you see? Like, uh, did you see the Batman, the one that just came out earlier yeah, this year? Yeah, the Batman that was phenomenal. Passing. It was fantastic. Well, two thirds of it was fantastic. The other part dragged, but I digress. Now, it when was, you say the uh, the other part, no, dragged, you, okay. No, no, I'm just curious, like, which part of the movie did you think? Was that, like, the first, second, or third act? No, so I got probably two-thirds into the movie. I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to like Batman. And then then the movie went on for another hour. I'm like, you know, it's been a a little bit of a time. I've been sitting here for a while. It was good. It was kind of – it was a slow burn, which I appreciate for what it is. I would still say it was a great movie, but there was just – I think some room for improvement. I think, yeah. Oh, a little also, bit of a tighter cut. Yeah. So sorry. Um, this just popped into my head, and I I want to touch on it. It is absolutely bonkers. Some of the stuff that Warner Bros. decided to keep, like the Joker sequel. Oh yeah. 
the Joker sequel? A movie that was probably a one-off success because it was like, oh, hey, this is, you know, it's the Joker. Everyone knows him. He's an iconic character. And everyone was expecting it to just be a guy running around killing people, mm-hmm. basically. But no, it was actually a very good character study about someone yeah, that was, was mentally good. ill and his dive into madness. And it's not him, you know, actually diving into a vat full of acid or whatever. Exactly. It's him just being thrown into society and it's everyone's interactions towards him that makes him the madman mm-hmm. that he turns out to be. It was a it was a good concept. Is it as phenomenal of a, a movie as I, I thought it was when it first came out? No. I've rewatched it's, it a couple times since then. It's a it's a character study of a fictional supervillain set in a realistic, dark modern setting and it's gritty and dark and believable and hauntingly beautiful yeah and most of the time the thing about the joker sequel is not only are they going to yeah not only are they (laughs) tripling the budget of the movie they're making it a musical which you don't need and lady gaga is going to be playing harley quinn i get it she had success with a, a star is born i wouldn't know never watched it Neither have I. So, but I heard good things. It was I, popular. It was successful. Am I going Doesn't to see it in like three happen. years when it comes out, or however long it's going to be? Probably. Probably. Is that because I think it's going to be a great movie? No. I'm going to no. watch it because it's a superhero movie, and that's like ninety percent of my personality. Now, okay. So, say they were to also announce. That they were going to make a Joker solo movie starring, what's his name, Barry Cohen? Yeah, uh, the guy the from Joker the from, Batman. Oh yeah, spoilers the for the Batman. If you haven't seen that, yep. sucks Whoops. to be you. It's been, it's been five months. Yeah, the Joker is in it. Um, which would you be more excited for? Probably the Barry Joaquin Cohen. Joaquin Phoenix sequel or Barry Cohen Joker? Probably the Barry Cohen, even if they don't release any details about that. Yeah. I would rather see him which is a more comic-accurate one, and it's in Matt Reeves' version of the Batman universe. It's... Yeah. Well, let me be clear. That movie's not happening. That was just a hypothetical. Oh, I'm well aware. I I, I don't want either movie to happen right now. I don't think uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker needs a sequel, and I don't think Barry Cohen's uh, Joker needs a movie yet. I think the Batman needs a sequel or two, and to kind of flesh out that character and flesh out that world before we bring in the iconic character that is the Joker. And I think even let him sit in a cell, let him stew, let him haunt Batman in the background, and then get released, and then we'll see the madness. And I think it will be well deserved then. Now, it should not be a solo Joker movie with Barry no, Cohen. make I think it, it should make be it like the, the Batman three, the Batman three or the Batman four, something like that. The Joker I think, has I think been so a trilogy would be best. as like the main Batman villain that mm-hmm. it's it, it's just time to take a step away. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but anyways, back to the DCU in general. I think what they should do is just focus on don't don't try to reboot it. Don't try to reboot the connected universe. Don't try to do time travel multiverse to fix the timeline. It's already screwed up. It's already messed up. You're not going to fix it. So don't try. Just release good movies, good sequels, and if you can, lay the foundations for a connected universe. Yeah, that's... Like, 
if so Aquaman 2 is going to come out make that a good movie first and foremost and if you want to sprinkle in like oh Ben Affleck's Batman here you go good if it's worth it which I saw some set picture or some post that says that um, Ben Affleck's Batman is going to appear in Aquaman 2 that is correct so hopefully it all works out but I think they they should just focus on making good solo movies first and then making sequels for those solo movies. And then once they have a good, solid foundation, then they can start connecting them into a connected universe. Yeah, I mean, do, do it the Marvel Studios route. They did yep. five movies before uh, doing The Avengers. And even then, I believe that they didn't really plan on doing The Avengers after the, until after the first two, which were in development at the same time came out they kind of teased that they wanted to do an interconnected universe but it wasn't something that was guaranteed yeah so yeah i mean when they released or when they were making iron man i think that end credit scene that they tossed in there was a very late addition they're just like oh let's let's tease the avengers maybe that'll work and then it did and then i think incredible hulk came out three months later so literally between when iron man was released and when The Incredible Hulk got released in those three months, they quickly shot, edited, and included that end credit scene of Tony Stark. Yeah. Talking about the Avengers initiative. So, and then it just kind of snowballed from there, but they made a good Iron Man movie. They made Incredible it. Hulk in uh, Iron Man 2. They made two movies. Then they made a Thor movie and a all-right Captain America movie. And then they made a fantastic Avengers movie. Now, I will say, when you say it's it's an okay Captain America movie, the first, like, two acts of the movie are great, okay, in but my opinion. If you're comparing it to Captain America, uh, The Winter Soldier, and Civil War, oh, it's, it's an yeah, okay it's... Captain America movie. Okay, yes, but at the time, those two movies hadn't come out yet. Uh, well, I'm not talking about at the time, because at the time, I would say The Incredible Hulk, oh, it's a fantastic Hulk movie. Okay, but we haven't gotten any other Hulk movies 2003's Hulk. Yeah, but we've seen Hulk in other projects. You know, whatever, Ryan. Just eat my jorts. No. But maybe Ezra Miller should. Maybe. Yeah. Ezra Miller. Um, Yeah. Eat some jorts. The Flash should... Honestly, I don't think The Flash should get scrapped just because they've already made it and a lot of people want to see it. I think the same thing... That they should have done with the bat or with Batgirl, just release it on HBO. Let people who want to see it watch it. Um, don't let Ezra Miller do any kind of publicity. Yeah, dude. Uh, they should just be locked away in a in in their house. Put them in jail. Something. Well, yeah. Do something. Don't, Keep them away from people. Don't let them do uh, any publicity promotion. Whatever. It's uh, yeah. No one's gonna like that. So to summarize this segment, they're gonna get kidnapped and assaulted. <laughs> to summarize this segment, Ezra Miller bad, Batgirl should have been released, Flash still could release it, DCEU make solo movies and just be better. Don't reboot it and don't cancel and scrap movies. I think that's just a waste of money, and you build up anticipation for the movies just to shoot them down. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good yeah. summarization. But anyways, so, uh, so that's that's about it for DC and Warner Bros. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, guess I'm gonna talk a little bit about Game of Thrones. So, yes, yeah, so, so we're moving on to our next segment, which hopefully will become a 
a semi-regular segment, which I think we're going to be calling it something like Daniel's Throny Thoughts. That is so bad. Which I I like to uh, imagine you in like the thinker's pose, but on a uh, toilet, but the back of the toilet has like the the blades, like the Iron Throne. Okay, but they're not actually like real blades. It's definitely like Nerf swords or something that are just duct taped onto the toilet. Yes, yes, that is fantastic. I love that idea. Uh, if we just a toilet with Nerf swords strapped on in the shape of the Iron Throne, and you're just doing the thinker's pose. Uh, if we if we get enough uh, email, yeah, we we still have that that old email that we had from when we did Small Town Table Talk. So if we get yeah. enough. Uh, emails about that i will absolutely get a picture of that. <laughs> yes and then uh, we so can post it on our social media page which uh we do have an instagram page for you who want to follow yes we, we we do so anyways that uh we'll talk about that email at the end of the show uh anyways yes. cool so game of thrones ryan said daniel screw you watch game of thrones before house of the dragon comes out uh, yeah I, I i told him that he should watch all eight seasons of game of thrones in the uh, three weeks or two weeks, two weeks up until House of the Dragon, I argued that I watched six of the seasons in one week. Um, Daniel was not capable of doing that. But yeah. he did watch season one. I watched season one, and I'm about halfway through good. season two, and then I started watching something else because it was another show that I just enjoyed, but that's and fine. a new season came out. As, um, as we will talk a little bit later when I do the House of the Dragon preparation segment, you don't really need to watch Game of Thrones to watch House of the Dragon because House of the Dragon is a prequel. It happens like 200 years before. But just so you can get some of the character names in your head, plus Game of Thrones is one of the best TV shows ever made. So I think you should well, watch it the first if you like fan- are, from what I've heard. We'll discuss the later seasons when we get to the later seasons. Okay. So, but you're not far off. So unlike Ryan, uh, I was not able to get through six seasons in one week because I work two jobs, and that's a grand total of about 60 hours a week. Um, so I don't really have free time. Anyways, uh, Game of Thrones Season 1. Uh, when I first started watching it, I was like, okay, it's just another fantasy thing, whatever. Uh, but as it went on, you know, they actually do a really Oh, wait, good... wait, wait. Before, before, before we get into in too deep... We should say probably a spoiler warning for Game of Thrones. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's amazing. If you like fantasy, if you like dragons, you like fighting, if you like nudity and sex, they're all in this show. So watch it. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're if you're you know too young, maybe avert your eyes. Yeah. So I'm not if, your parent though. I can't control you. If you're not, you know, like. 16 or something like that i don't know what the age requirement is 16 is probably a safe bet yeah so if you're not 16 maybe just don't watch it or do watch it and just don't tell anyone about it anyways um i i will say uh right off the bat i definitely think that there was just like a little little too much like uh, nudity and sex scenes mm-hmm. uh is you you have the books don't you I have. Uh, I'm currently working my way through the last book. Okay. Um, there are five books that have been published over the course of twenty plus years. Oh, um, okay. So, anyways, my question is: in the books, is there this much? Like, oh, there's more. Are you serious? Oh yeah, there's more. They 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 tone it down for TV. That's unbelievable. Okay. Wow. I mean, just off the top of my head, I can think of several characters who have. Like sex and nudity scenes, 
that either a the character just doesn't even exist in the tv show or b those scenes just don't happen uh i guess well one scene that is that definitely got toned down for the tv show but since we're just going to talk right away for spoilers um daenerys and cal drogo in the books daenerys is like 13 Um, what (laughs) yeah she's a kid um and cal drogo basically rapes her the first on their wedding night um well actually all the child quote-unquote child characters in the show have been aged up several years um just because of the actor's age and they're not going to have 13 year olds do certain stuff okay so what so about in like, daenerys what what about like aria she's still a kid yeah she's supposed to be like eight in the books or something like that she's probably what like uh, or 10 10 to 12 she's like thir- the... she yeah she's like 12 or 13 in the in the show but she's supposed to be like 10 okay at the start of the books they all got aged up about two or three years other than daenerys who got aged up okay now a little bit more there are a lot of characters whose names i do not remember uh simply because there's a lot of characters and that's it i'm bad at memory (laughs) stuff yes that is something you will hopefully just kind of get used to as you get through some of the more familiar names uh, will start being able to be stored in your memory banks yeah Um, the main uh, families like stark lannister targaryen baratheons you'll remember them all the small characters if you can recognize her face that's probably good enough works for me okay so right off the bat i've said that a few times anyways okay so another thing that i really want to point out joffrey massive piece of shit oh yeah i uh i do not like him i don't like him at all now i'm sure that's the intention of the writers and the directors and the actor but uh so yeah well written um horrible person yeah he's he's not he's not a good guy um i'm i'm just thinking back to his actions in in season one i would like to say that it gets better but it doesn't so um, by the joffrey is a phenomenal character though so like by the Love end him of the uh, as show much as I hate him. by the end of the show is season one joffrey gonna look like a good guy in comparison i cannot say anything about any characters uh character arcs i will say there are a couple phenomenal character arcs in the show um of course they all kind of stumble and fall in season eight but up until that point they were they were running the race beautifully yeah but like seriously when he killed uh daddy stark whatever his name was uh i ed eddard yeah i genu- i genuinely thought uh that they were trying to do a psych out or something uh, because the episode ended right with the decapitation. Yeah, did, did you did you see that coming? What him getting killed? Yeah, him getting killed. I mean, not entirely. I wasn't entirely surprised by it, but I wasn't expecting it to happen in the first season. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I thought that uh, it was like a uh, fake out. I thought that the person that was beheading him was be- going to be like, "Nah, man, this is my bro," and so he actually just like swung the sword down like right in front of his head or something. And uh, it was going to be an uprising or whatever against Joffrey. Obviously, that's not what happened. 
So I think that this is this is a great show because there are a lot of things, a lot of shows that I will watch and I'll just be like, oh, that happened. Cool. But this is one that I'm watching and I'm actually like, okay, what are they going to do next? I'm theorizing about what's going to happen in the next yeah. episode. I'm thinking about like, wow, that guy really is a piece of crap. Why is this character still friends with them or whatever the heck? And it's very well written, very well made. Uh I yeah. wish that I would would not have waited this long to start watching it. Yeah, um, I just want to say one more thing before we have to move on because we're getting up there in time. Um, Game of Thrones, especially the earlier seasons, are based very heavily off uh, off of the books, which George R. R. Martin wrote beautifully. Um, and what he does is he makes these very morally gray characters make very realistic decisions uh in tune with their characters and their moral compasses and the events that play out are supposed to be kind of surprising and kind of uh just in your face like sudden and abrupt because that's how they are in real life he didn't want a story where all the good guys live in the end and all the bad guys lose because that's not realistic he also didn't want a world where all the good guys are all good guys and all the bad guys are all bad guys. He wanted a whole bunch of just random ass people who just kind of exist and do things that interfere with plans. Yeah. It's... Like that's why there are so many names because they're just a whole bunch of people that just do stuff. It's, it's and they well cause done. issues. It's, I love the show. Yeah, and I will say, the only other thing I want to say, uh, is it Tyrion Lannister that's played by Peter Ding- Dinklage? Yes, Tyrion. He's my favorite character. I love him. He's fantastic. Okay, anyways, you want to do like a uh, prep for House of the Dragon? Yes, so continuing off of the Game of Thrones speak, House of the Dragon is coming out, well, it would have came out yesterday for the people who are listening. It comes out August 21st for us. That's in about a week and a half-ish. For you guys, it was yesterday. So episode one comes out. I have no idea what's in it. I have read the book. George R.R. Martin did write a... It's kind of like a prequel history textbook um, for a fictional monarchy. And it's written in world, so it's written in a way that it's supposed to be written by a maester who is like a doctor or scientist person in the world of Westeros. And obviously at that time, it's, it's going to be really weird to describe this book because I can't describe it in, in real terms. The people who are informing this maester of the events are very susceptible to deception and lies and mistakes so when you get into a portion the second half of the book there are like three different accounts that this narrator is telling you of so they may say an event like uh joe goes riding on a horse and dies that might be the event but he'll say well joe went riding on a horse but the horse was hungry so he kicked joe off and he died But he will also say, well, other reports say that Joe was abusive to the horse and the horse got mad and kicked him off and killed him that way. And you don't really get a confirmed answer as to why Joe died. 
you just know that he died. And you just kind of have to accept that the history is kind of muddled. So the interesting thing about House of the Dragon, what they're going to do, is they're going to kind of carve their own path because they can't take this literally the way the books do where they can kind of just say, eh, it could have been this, it could have been that. They just have to go straight forward and say, this is what happens. So in a way, we're going to get almost the real version of events of the Targaryen Civil War called the Dance of the Dragons. So kind of what this this segment, the last, I don't know, five or so minutes, hopefully, that I'm going to be just talking, I'm going to explain to Daniel and to the audience what the Dance of the Dragons is because that is heavily what the show will be about. Okay. So. Should I should I go warm up some popcorn or are you just. No, no, no. Just just buckle up and uh, be prepared for a history lesson for a fictional world. So. <laughs> okay. So Game of Thrones, the TV show or the books, they start at give or take uh, 300 AC. AC meaning after conquest. 300 years uh, previously, uh, this really cool dude on a dragon, his name was Aegon, he came and he conquered the Seven Kingdoms, he became king, and his two sisters were his two queens, right? A lot of incest, that's just how they do it. So, Aegon is king, he has a son, I'm going to give you the Sparknotes version of this timeline because it's very complicated. Aegon and his sister Rhaenys have a son, his name is Aenys. Aegon and his sister Visenya have a son. His name is Magor. Now, after Aegon dies, the crown gets passed to Aenys. He was just kind of a passive dude. He didn't really do anything spectacular. Magor, his younger brother, was really kind of a bad guy. So when Aenys died suddenly, most likely probably murdered by his his aunt-slash-mother-in-law, Visenya, uh, Magor became king and basically told Aenys's son, Aegon, presumably it was supposed to be Aegon II, said, nope, my crown. Magor was not a good guy. He married, I think, like nine different women, uh, including his niece at one point, who was married to his nephew. So, yeah, even more incest. But then Magor dies, and the crown eventually gets passed down the line to Jaehaerys I. Now, Jaehaerys was a really good king. He ruled for like 55 years. He was kind of the peak of the Targaryen line, right? He, You will see him at the beginning of the show. He, he's known as the old king because he lived to like, I don't know, 65 years old. He was an old guy. Um, he was king. He did a lot of good things. But when he died, he only had... Uh, actually, he didn't have any remaining sons. He had a grandson and a daughter who were speculative of who is, who's going to get crowned king, right? So a whole bunch of these rich, powerful uh, people, the lords and ladies of, of the realm, they all got together and they kind of decided who's going to be the next king, either Viserys or Rhaenys. And they all kind of came together, they cast their votes, and eventually Viserys gets crowned king. Now that decision is is pretty heavy because down the line, Viserys has a daughter by his first wife. He names her his heir. He gets remarried, has some sons. When he dies, spoiler, 
I guess, he will die. And the issue is who gets the crown next? His heir, Rhaenyra, or his son, Aegon? And that's where the Dance of the Dragons starts. It's kind of a civil war between two half-siblings about who gets to be either the king or queen of Westeros. And at this time, they have like 13 or 14 dragons. So in the show, we're going to see a whole bunch of dragons, a whole bunch of badass fight scenes, a whole lot of blood, a whole lot of incest, a whole lot of brothers killing sisters, killing nieces, killing nephews, killing other family members. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Is that it? Are you done? That's kind of a Spark Notes version. Okay. Wow. Um, I don't know if you if you retained any of that information. I mean, sort of like drinking from a fire hose. So no. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm kind of excited to watch it. It's in the Game of Thrones universe, and I'm watching that yes. show now. Uh, so yeah. When the show gets released. We'll have a per-episode review, and hopefully I'll be able to explain it a little bit simpler than I could now. I, I just tried to summarize about 100-plus years of Targaryen history in four minutes, unrehearsed, unscripted. So, you know. Okay. There's a lot going on. Yeah, so obviously, you know, spoiler warning for when that does come out. Also... Uh, Ryan, since you got to do your little mini rant about history in a world that you love, can I, not, obviously not today, but in the future, can I do a little mini rant about a world that I love and its history because they are doing a Netflix series adaption of it? Of what? Uh, are you familiar with Horizon Zero Dawn? Uh, the video games? Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh, they're making a Netflix adaptation? Yeah, there's a Netflix series that's going to be coming out, uh, based, uh, yeah, I'm not going to whatever we'll get into that at a later date it's not anything that's pressing for those who are interested uh maybe leave a comment send an email reach out to us tell us if you are interested and maybe we will do some uh reviews and breakdowns for those episodes when they come out yeah for chance maybe well obviously we're going to i love the show enough but it's it'll be good (laughs) daniel vetoes that maybe he's like no we are we are uh it's something i care about enough but uh that's that's probably a good year and a half two years out uh so anyways ryan is there anything else that you want to talk about today no, I think we're already over time, so I think we should just cut it there. Okay. Um, well, hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, you know, I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, obviously, I think that Ryan and I both got pretty into what we're talking about. Hopefully that you hopefully you also uh, care about it just as much as we do, even though we probably care too much. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, I'd also like to say thanks to I Fight Dragons for the use of our theme song, The Geeks Will Inherit the Earth. Uh, great song, great band. Check them out if you have not already. That is the song we're still using, right? Of course it is. Okay. Ryan's doing the editing now, so I don't even know. So check that out if you want to for any reason in particular. You can reach us at stttpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's all I got, Ryan. Go ahead. We have an Instagram now. We have an Instagram? Oh, we have an Instagram. Yes, we do. All right. What is it, boy? I don't know. You're the one who made it. Yeah, it's uh, it's small town nerds, I think. Let me actually open Instagram and find <laughs> out because I did this Well, last while Daniel week. does that, um, I just want to say, if you like this kind of setup where we're talking about 
projects outside of the MCU. I know MCU is kind of what in the past we have mainly focused on. But if you like this, kind of us branching out into other things like DC or Game of Thrones or Horizon Zero Dawn, whatever that Netflix show is that's going to come out, hopefully, well, I don't know about hopefully, but Lord of the Rings is getting a new Amazon Prime TV show, which yep. neither Daniel or I are very excited to watch, but oh we will boy, watch it. Oh boy, it's going to be one of the shows it, of all time. It's going to be a show, and we're going to watch it, and we're going to review it. So hopefully you like this kind of us diversifying our content. If you do, again, leave a comment, send us an email, reach out to us, give us your support, give us your suggestions and thoughts. Next week, though, we are going to be hopping back into the more of the MCU stuff. Uh, this coming week from us recording, I think it was like last week that you guys are hearing it, She-Hulk Episode 1 was released. Uh, we'll be next week. We'll be doing a review for both She-Hulk episode one and House of the Dragon episode one, and we might also do start doing some of the MCU Phase Four um, reviewing and catching back up on what we began discussing previously. So the MCU will be coming back. Just hold your horses. Yeah. Also, that Instagram is Small Town Nerds. No spaces. It's uh spelt exactly how you'd think it is uh so if you were uh following us before on instagram uh when we still did small town table talk you should still be subscribed it's the same account just the just a new name i think that's it i think that's it i think we're ready to wrap it up all right well hey guys thanks again for listening uh we will see you next week and don't die until then bye bye bye